But you cannot carry the anointing without the knowledge of you being a new creature. It means you can't dwell in your own past. Behold, all things have passed away. And behold, the new thing has become new. The day you got saved, you're saved. And your conscience is clear. That means clean slate. New beginning. And you believe, God can't use me. God God can't use me because, you know, you don't know what I've done in the past. God can't use me because I'm a mess. God can't use me. It's in the past. Amen. It's over. Hey. It was nailed to the cross. Amen. It's done for. Amen. It's finished. Amen. It's no more. Thank you, Jesus. So you cannot carry the anointing without a clear conscience. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And you think people would not run Paul and say, yeah, we know what you did. We know back in the day how he persecuted the church. Now you're sitting there clear, 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 how do you have a clear conscience? You know exactly what you did. Paul's not like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a new creature. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Hey. Behold, old things, old things have passed away. Amen. Amen. Behold, everything has become new. Amen. Your whole life is new. Timothy chapter 1 verse 3. Unfortunately, a lot of people are just like the tradition of the past. Now the traditions of old. Back in the day, back in 1998, 1985, God touched me. And then 1998, it leaked out. God can't pour new wine to old wine skin. You gotta get rid of the old wine skin. If you had old wineskins, change your wineskin. Yeah, yeah. Some people love their wineskin so much. Mm. Man, man, I can't hang my wineskin. <laughs> this has been my tradition for many years. Mm. Suddenly asking me to change my tradition? Yeah. Religion, tradition, voids people's power of God. Yeah, yeah. The Bible actually says you 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 made the cross void of its power. Because of your religion and your traditions. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually void the cross of the power mm-hmm. by your religion and by your tradition. Yeah, yeah. That's why most Jews don't care the power of God because they're religious and they're traditional. <laughs> traditions are good as long as they carry power. Amen. But when the tradition can, becomes becomes a denomination, mm-hmm. it becomes an issue. Man, I would hate to see that after a couple of years, when I'm, when I'm going to be with Jesus, or if he comes back, or I mean, whatever happens. Yeah. If, I, if, the Lord, if the Lord doesn't come back, and I go home to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred years from today. I don't want to look down and watch what we had, but what we had was revival. Mm-hmm. And then ended up turning into a traditional denomination, like, like the Methodist Church, like the AG, or like whatever else. Mm-hmm. You give it a hundred years. Some idiotic kid will come around the ministry and then change everything. And what we stood for will be no more. That's why I don't believe in religion and tradition. Are you listening to me? By the time I'm, I go home to be with Jesus, I, I, I want to raise up people that have no tradition. Hallelujah! Yes. 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 Yes.
continues even long after I'm dead and gone. Are you Night and day I pray constantly for you, building a memorial for you with my prayers. I know that you have wept for me, your spiritual father, and your tears are dear to me, and I cannot wait to see you again. Now that's how the people that you're under should feel about you. And they can't wait to see you again. Are you listening? Most people that are under churches and ministry, and most pastors don't want to see that from you. That guy's an idiot. But Lord, I don't want to be around him. Because every time he comes around, he's all, he's, all he is is a pain. That's not how it should be. I love. You gotta learn. You gotta learn to serve. You gotta learn to serve without being. You know, a little prick. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Look at the person next to you and say, don't be a prick. Use it, use it, use the chance, use the chance to tell the boy, don't be a prick, go ahead. Don't be a prick. <laughs> don't be a prick. Don't be a prick. <laughs> don't be a prick. Maybe most spiritual pricks. <laughs> So pricks, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filled with the joy as I think of your strong faith that was passed down to your family line. It began with your grandmother Lois, who passed it on to your dear mother Eunice. And it's clear that you two are following in the footsteps of their godly example. I'm right to encourage you to fan into flame. Say, be fan into flame. Fan into flame. Fan into flame and rekindle the fire. Of the spiritual gifts God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. Jesus. Hello. Hello. You gotta fan the flame and you gotta rekindle that fire. Woo! You gotta fan that flame, you gotta rekindle that fire. Yeah. Each every day, every single day, you've got to rekindle the fire. Every day you've got to stoke that fire. You can't sit and just let your fire die out. You gotta keep stoking that fire. You speak, you gotta keep words and Oh, Jesus. 
I hate those backroom prayers. Especially when, when I was a lot younger, you know, I, I always had the older ministers come around and just lay hands on me and just pray for me. And God, I pray that he's anointed when he goes on that stage. <laughs> okay, thank you for praying for me. I guess I'm not anointed. I'm a great way to start your service. <laughs> but one day, God gave me to the same thing, and then it was much later in life, and I looked at, I looked at how good that guy I said, listen, take your hands off me. Savage. Don't put your hands on me. Amen. I don't care if the pastor's in the church. I don't know who you are. Amen. I don't know what you carry. Amen. I can't help you in church. You're not here to help me. Amen. Amen. The pastor doesn't help the evangelist. That is the pastor. You have a big difference. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, dead pastors. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the evangelist comes in to help the pastor, not the other way around. Many pastors don't even know how to treat an event. Thankfully, we take care of ourselves. Thank God we don't leave it to the pastor. They did. They put us. They put us in the motel, motel six or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and they had it in their power and put me in a rat-infested basement. Yeah. I promise you. And that's why we pay our own way. We pay our own flesh. We pay our own sin. Because I don't want to sit in a rat-infested basement. Amen. I believe God for God to bless them and take care of what we need. I don't put my staff in a rat infested basement either. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. But the man is actually sent to help the church. To raise up people in the church to carry the power of God. So you gotta rekindle. Fan the flame. Fan the flame. Many people spend their whole lives just having a little pipe of life. Oh, it's like a little flicker. It's a little flicker, like a little spark on the
Mark, we'll go with Mark chapter 9, 49. Mark 9, 49. Mark 9, 49. You never forget that. Huh? Mark 9? Tell me, Mark 9? 49. Mark 9, 49. For everyone will be seasoned with fire. Yes, Lord. And every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but the salt loosens flavor. How will you season it? Have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. For everyone, for everyone, we season with fire. How many of you have seen salt beds? Huh? Tonight, God's going to season you with some fire tonight. 